after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the salutation upon the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam and upon his family, his companions, and upon all those who follow, upon his guidance into the establishment of the last day. To proceed, Ikhwan, Allahumma inna na'udha bika min ilmin la yanfa' wa min qalbin la yafsha' wa min nafsin la tashba' wa min dua'in la yusma' Verily Allah, we seek refuge with you from knowledge that has no benefit. And from a heart that has no fear, and from a soul that has no satisfaction or contentment, and from a dua that goes unanswered, and from a dua that goes unanswered. So proceed, ya ikhwan. فَبَدَأْنَا أَمْسِي أَوْ قَبْلَ أَمْسِي بِقِرَاءَةٍ جَدِيدَةٍ مِنْ كِتَابٍ جَدِيدٍ So we have began yesterday, or the day before yesterday or so, with a new reading from a tremendous book. في علم العقيدة في علم العقيدة فمن يذكرنا بمؤلف هذا الكتاب هذا الكتاب so who can give us the name of the author of the book that we began yesterday تفضل محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى فبدأنا قراءة من أحد كتب هذا الإمام وهو شيخ الإسلام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى. So we have began reading one of his books authored by the great Imam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahhab. May Allah have mercy upon him. فمن يذكرنا باسم الكتاب. What's the name of the book? كنت موجودا. You were here. طيلا بس. لا لك ما كنت موجودا أيضا. I don't think you were here either. One of our sisters, Masmu Hadha Al-Kitab. What's the name of the book? Usul Al-Thalatha. Jameelan. Udhkur Kitaban Akhar. Min Hadha Al-Shaykh. Mention another book that the Shaykh wrote. Ma kunta mawjudan ayla. I don't think you were ayla. Tayyip. Tfadha. Kitab Al-Tawheed. Jameelan. Tayyip. Wa hafidna qitu'atan khafifatan mubarakatan bihamdillah. Faman yuridan yaqra'a. Aw man hafidaha awalan. So we learned one small paragraph, a blessed, noble paragraph, inshallah, who had the honor to memorize it so far. What book are you studying tonight? Tonight we're studying Usul al-Thalatha. No. Men hafidah, anybody memorize? Fadda. Raise your ear for soul tech. Raise your voice. One of our sisters, Tfadali. Arsenti, Arsenti. Women, Aida, Mina, Sigar. Anyone else? Any of the boys? Any of the, the youth? Huh? He wasn't here, but anyone else from the sisters? Only one? 
تفضل ايه ما شاء الله ما شاء الله جميلا جميلا طيب فمن ما حفظ أمس عنده كتعتان أو كتعتين إن شاء الله تعالى حفظ للواجبات so whoever didn't memorize yesterday's homework they have two parts to memorize إن شاء الله تعالى طيب تعلمنا أن العلم ينقسم إلى كم we mentioned we learned that knowledge is divided into how many parts two parts فماهما what are they علم ضروري وعلم نظري ضروري نظري knowledge that is apparent or what was a good translation one of the sisters mentioned yesterday obvious or knowledge that you learn by default you automatically know this مثال هذا أن السماء فوق an example of this is the sky is above والماء سائل or water is liquid or water is wet أو النار or fire, what is fire? Koraha. Like fire is hot. Laysa alayna nandura ila kitabin ma wa ila hadithin ma. La. Arafna hadha mina shu'oor. Arafna hadha mina shu'oor. We don't have to look at any ayah, any hadith to learn. Fire is hot. We learn that from experience, from perception, that knowledge is hot. Second category, ilmu an-nadhari. Ilmu an-nadhari. Knowledge textual knowledge now this is the knowledge that you learn min al-kitab wa min al-sunnah wa min ayy kitab in ma this is the knowledge that you learn from the Qur'an by studying the Qur'an from the hadith مثال هذا أن الصلاة الواجب أن الصلاة الخمس واجبة في الجماعة على الرجال an example of this is the five obligatory prayers in congregation are obligatory upon the men and the women or the men? Only the men. What verse did Allah say that in? What hadith did the Messenger of Allah say that in? The answer is none. So the scholars deduce and derive these ahkam, these rulings, min dirasatihim, hadihi al ayat, or hadihi al hadith. By their studying and dissecting and deducing the rulings from the ayat and from the hadith of the Messenger alayhi salatu wassalam. Ta'ayat. فَقُلْنَا أَنَّ الْعِلْمَ عَكْسُهُ مَاذَا We also learned the opposite of knowledge is what? Opposite of knowledge. Ignorance. Our sense. وَعِلْمُ مُصِيبَ عِلْمُ وَالْجَهْلُ مُصِيبَ الْجَهْلُ Maradun. Being ignorant of Al-Islam is a calamity. The one who does not learn, does not seek to increase herself or himself in knowledge is in fact a disease. And the great Imam Ibn Qayyim, he used to say, ignorance is an oppression. The ignorant one, he can oppress himself and others. فَإِذَا سُئِلَ عَنْ مَسْأَلَةٍ مِنْ مَسَّائِلِ وَعَلَيْكَ السَّلَامُ وَرَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ Have the deed. If the person is asked about something of the religion, وَهُوَ لَا يَعْلَمْ And he doesn't know. What should he say? He doesn't know. I don't know. اِحْفَضُ هَذَا Memorize that, يَا إِخْوَانَ إِذَا سُئِلْنَا عَنْ مَسْأَلَةٍ مَا وَعَرَفْنَا نُجِيبُ عَنْهَا if we're asked anything about the religion, someone asked us the other day or so by email, what's the ruling of the nicotine patches while you're fasting? I said, I don't really know how the nicotine patch works, but if it goes into your bloodstream, if it works like cigarettes, but it's a patch and it goes into your blood, in your, your body, then this invalidates your fast. At any rate, you're asked about something you have knowledge of, you answer. That's Islam. That's the Sunnah. You ask about something you don't know, we say, La nadri. We don't know. 
Some salaf used to say, قَوْلُ لَا أَدْرِي نِصْفُ الْعِلْمِ وَلَعَلَّ الْقَائِلَ الْإِمَامْ حَسْنَ الْبَصْرِي رَحِمَهُ اللَّهُ تَعَالَى One of the salaf used to say, or many of the salaf they used to say, the statement, I don't know. Learn this statement, ya akhwan. Don't ever be too shy to say, I don't know. Even if you know the answer, sometimes say, I don't know. To humble yourself. Don't be those brothers. As soon as the questions come up, you're the first one to try to answer. Every argument online, you have to enter into it. Don't be like that, ya Hassan al-Basri used to say, the statement, I don't know, nisful ilmi, is half of knowledge. Saying, I don't know, if you divide knowledge into two parts, I don't know is one part, and the other part is what you don't know, or what you, the knowledge of the information. So don't be too shy, Yaquan, to say, I don't know. We learned also the difference between the mercy of Allah and the forgiveness of Allah. If I say to you all, may Allah have mercy upon you. And then I say again, may Allah forgive you. What's the difference? Tada. Mercy includes forgiveness. Mercy, Mercy includes forgiveness, but it's something else. What else is it? Since you came late, questions on you. It's forgiveness and something else. One of our sisters? Protection from falling into sin in the future. So when you say, Rahimakallah, you're asking that Allah forgives you of your past. And Allah protects you. He saves you. He rescues you from falling into sin in the future. So the Rahmah of Allah or Rahimakallah is more comprehensive than just to say, May Allah forgive you. I'll say it and you say it after me. I'll say it and you say it after me. قال الإمام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب علينا تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة قال الإمام حمر بن عبد الوهاب رحمه الله تعالى اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب علينا تعلم أربع مسائل تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة من يترجمها؟ who can translate it؟ تفضل what are looking? You recited it, so alhamdulillah you have in English also. It was said by the Imam Muhammad ibn Abdullah. Good. 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 No, it is obligatory upon us to know four things. Good. Al-Ula. Knowledge. Al-Ula. First. Good. Knowledge. Good. Which is to know Allah. Good. His Prophet. Good. With, with the Arabic. MashaAllah. One of our sisters, Tadu Jimmy, translate.
Mashallah, mashallah. Anyone else wants to translate? Salda, Levas, Salda. Raise your voice. An Imam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab, may Allah have mercy on him, said, Know that it is obligatory to. That is obligatory to. Upon us, mm. obligatory upon us. Obligatory upon us to have knowledge of four things. Okay. The first thing is uh, knowledge, mm. and it's knowing Allah. Okay. And uh, knowing the Prophet, Allah has been Okay. And knowing the Deen of Islam in heaven. Mashallah, Santa, Santa. اكتبوا هذه يا إخوان نبدأ بالفوائد ثم ثم نمشي في الحفظ. So we're going to take a benefit or two, and then we're going to go to the memorization of the new part. Inshallah Taala. طيب اكتبوا هذا. Write this down يا إخوان. طيب أين تكون معرفة الله في العبد؟ where is the knowledge of Allah in the servant? Qala bil qalb. He says in the heart. So where he says ma'rifatullah, knowledge of Allah, where is the knowledge of Allah in the servant? You're going to say bil qalb, in the heart. Or you can say in the chest. In the heart will be better. Question and answer? Now, question is, Aina takuna ma'rifatullah fil abd. Where? Is the knowledge of Allah in the servant? Where is our knowledge? Where is it at? Of Allah. Al Jawabu fil qalb. You're going to write in the heart. In the heart. Wathaniya, second benefit. Wa ta'alamna hadha qabalu. We learned this also. Al ilmul muradu huna huwa ladhi yastalzimu al qabul. Yastalzimu al qabul. قبول ما شرعه الله تعالى وما شرعه النبي وتعلمنا هذا قبل أيضا. We learned this yesterday also. He says the intent of the knowledge here. What about the knowledge? He said this is the knowledge that requires the person to accept. It's not just learning something and you just have knowledge. No, this is the knowledge يستلزم القبول. It makes us. It necessitates from us that we accept. What are we accepting? What Allah and His Messenger have legislated. Everything Allah has legislated, everything that the Messenger has legislated, this knowledge necessitates from us, requires from us, that we accept it. Write this down, Islam? What is Islam? Where's your notebook? What's your name, Yaqi? Ammar. Ammar. Hamza and Ammar. Somebody help Ammar and Hamza with something to write with on and something to write with. It's important to encourage the children, even if he's sitting there drawing circles for the young child, or he's drawing a house, or he's drawing a basketball. He's teaching him how to take notes, to write. In the circles of knowledge. Some of the students, they, they don't, they ask the students not to write. Or some of the, the, the mashayikh and the imams. The correct is that you write whatever you have the ability to write, ya ikhwan. وَتَعَلَّمْنَا قَبْلُ فِي مَرَّةِ الْأُولَىٰ عِنْدَمَا أُقَابِلُكُمْ الْكَاتِبُ ثَلَاثَةُ أَنْوَاعَ And we mentioned when I first met you, brothers and sisters, there are three types of note takers. Who remembers? Our old benefit we gave you months ago. There are three types of note takers. Who remembers? Al Ula Hilati Taktubu Kulla Shay. Kalamuhalatat la yatawakaf. Wahi ahsanu al katiba. The first, the best of the note takers, the first one, 
She's the one, he's the one that's going to write down everything in the class. Her hand, his hand doesn't stop. Every benefit the teacher writes or the teacher says, he's writing it. Every benefit, whether she knows it or not, it doesn't matter. Benefit comes across in the class, she's writing. He's writing. This is the best note taker. Wathani, second note taker. Second note taker is awesome also, but not like the first. What does he do? He only writes down the knowledge that's new to him. The benefits, that's new. He writes that down. The stuff he already learned, he doesn't write down. So this one is good too, but not like the first. So when the Sheikh said, the author, the teacher says, write this down, ya Juan, he writes that down. Other than that, he doesn't write. So he's not like the first. وَالثَّالِثُ And the third one, هُوَ الَّذِيَ الْعَبْ لَا يَكْتُبُ شَيْئًا لَا يَكْتُبُ الْفَوَائِدِ يَكْتُبُ الَّذِيَ هُوَ يُرِيدًا يَكْتُبَهُ وَهَذَا فِيهِ خَيْرْ أَيْضًا هُوَ لَيْسَ كَالْأَوَّلِ وَلَيْسَ كَالْثَانِ لَكِنْ فِيهِ خَيْرْ فِيهِ خَيْرْ هُوَ يُعَلِّمُ كَيْفَ أَنْ يَكُونَ طَالِبَ الْعِلْمِ كَيْفَ أَنْ يُسَجِّلَ الْفَوَائِدِ إن شاء الله في المستقبل And then the last type of note taker He's the one that just playing He's like most of us I'm not really writing notes here You just can't see what I'm writing I'm playing I'm making a house I'm writing a basketball I'm writing a pen So that's still good also You're still teaching him how To be a student of knowledge You're teaching her the manners Of the halakatil ilmi the circles of knowledge. So this one is okay also. So I advise every class you go to Yaqwan, whether it's with Imam Ayub, or it's with Imam Fasih, or it's with Imam Yusuf, anyone from the teachers that we have at our blessed Masjid Yaqwan, you come to that class, prepare. You come to that class with something to write with, and something to write on every class you go to. Even if you're in the house, and you're watching a class on YouTube. Don't just watch the class. No. Take a bit, something to benefit from. Something to write on and to write with. So you can write down the benefits. So you can write down the benefits. Write this down, Yaqwan. Ma huwa al-Islam? What is Islam? Now. He says, is total surrenderance. Or you can say submission. Total submission or surrenderance. You can say ta'abud or al-istislamu. Lillahi subhanahu wa ta'ala. Bima shara'ahu nabi Alayhi salatu salam. One of the easiest definitions I want you to learn is this. Islam is ta'abud. Or you can say istislamu. Lillahi ta'ala. It's total submission and surrenderance to Allah. Istislamu Al-Istislamu Lillahi Or you can say At-ta'abudu Lillahi Total surrenderance to Allah With what the Messenger of Allah has come with So you worship Allah upon the Sunnah of His Messenger Not every worshiper is worshiping Allah upon the Sunnah So you want to worship Allah but you want to worship him upon the sunnah of the messenger alayhi salatu wassalam al-istislamu lillah bima shara'ahu rasulullah so let's go to the next part of the memorization some of you have the book already on the pdf from the app or from the telegram you brothers that can read arabic try to memorize in arabic likewise you sisters even if you learn in the English, it's not a condition that you have to learn in the Arabic. It's better. But suppose I don't study Arabic. I can't memorize with you guys. Yes, I can still memorize. I can say the Imam Muhammad ibn Abdul Wahab said, May Allah have mercy upon you. No, it's incumbent upon us to know. What do we say? It's obligatory upon us to know four things. The first, knowledge. And it is knowledge of Allah, knowledge of the Prophet, knowledge of Islam with the proofs. I can still learn my religion. I'm not going to be like the one who's learning in the origin, but it's still good. It's still good. Inshallah, we hope we're still rewarded for that. May Allah bless you all, yeah, I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Al-Ula. Al-Ula. Al-Ilmu. 
وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة الثانية This is the new part. هذا جديد لنا اليوم. This is today's new portion. الثانية العمل به الثانية العمل به الثانية العمل به الثانية العمل به What's your name, Yaqi? I think I met you before last time, sir. Yaqub. Ah, Harun. Where's the brother that's real good in the math? The little nice, little handsome little guy. Kind of bad. He was a little bad. Mustafa. Mustafa. Where is he? he he's busy. Ah, give him my salams, I told my whole message about him. Alhamdulillah. And that sister, that little baby girl, what was the class they were memorizing? And she was, mashallah, learned it in. This is mashallah, ya khwan. Alhamdulillah. You guys have a blessing here. I pray, I pray. You guys continue. Allahu Akbar. Alhamdulillah, it's a blessing, ya khwan. Your sisters, the brothers, the children. فمن الله سبحانه وتعالى عليكم فيما أرى وريدكم أن تحافظوا على هذه النعمة. From what I see from you, and I keep saying over and over, Allah Taala has blessed your masjid, your community, has blessed the sisters and the brothers, the children. Alhamdulillah. And I pray, I pray that you all preserve this blessing that Allah Taala has bestowed upon you. قال الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة والثانية العمل به والثالثة الدعوة والرابعة الصبر على الأذى فيه الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة نبيه ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة والثانية العمل به والثالثة الدعوة إليه والرابعة الصبر على الأذى فيه طيب Now we learn Athania, the second point. What was the first point? Huh? Only knowledge? So the Imam, he joined point number one, three things. Point number one, knowledge, and it is knowledge of Allah, His Prophet, and the religion with the proofs. All that's point number one. Right? So when I ask you on your test, what's point number one? Ma'rifatullah or al-ilm Oh, ma'rifatullah Ma'rifatunabihi Ma'rifatudin al-islami Biladillah It is knowledge Knowledge of what? Knowledge of Allah Knowledge of His Prophet Knowledge of Islam With the proofs And this should be our goal, ya ikhwan To learn about Allah With the proofs Learn about the Prophet With the proofs Learn about Islam With the proofs Ta'ib Al-thaniyatu The second point He says Al-amalu bih To work by it. El amalu bih. Al-thalitha to point number three. Point number three. How many points did he say is obligatory? Four. Four. First point, knowledge. Knowledge of Allah, His Prophet, the religion, with the proofs. Number two, el amalu bih. That you work. La yakfil ilmu bidunni el amal abadan. It's not enough just to memorize. It's not enough just to learn your religion. You have to work in accordance with what you learn. Al-ilmu bila amal 
كالمسجد بدون واحد من المسلمين يصلون في ذلك المسجد knowledge without practice is like a masjid that doesn't have not a single muslim who worships allah in that masjid العلم بلا عمل كالشجرة بلا ثمر knowledge without action is like a tree you know a tree like a tree with no fruits you go to the tree وَتُهَرِّكُهَا وَلَا يَسْقُدُ شَيْئًا مِنْ مِنْهَا فَمَنْ يَسْتَفِيدُ مِنْ هَذِي شَجَرَةِ لَا أَحَدُ You go to the tree and you shake this tree and shake the tree and shake the tree and nothing falls no berries no what else no oranges no no dates nothing you're just shaking and shaking and then another sister comes and she shakes and then a brother comes and he shakes and all the children come and they shake and shake and shake and nothing comes from the tree Who's going to benefit from that tree? No one. This is how knowledge is without practice. وَقَالَ الشَّافِعِيرُ رَحِمَهَ اللَّهِ الْعِلْمُ لَا يَرْوِي الْعِلْمُ هُوَ الَّذِي يُعْمَلُ أَوْ كَمَا قَالَ رَحِمَهَ اللَّهِ الشَّافِي used to say, knowledge, true knowledge. Somebody memorize this. True knowledge is not what is narrated. True knowledge is what is practiced. That sister in the back, that little child in the back, that brother in the front, who works by his knowledge, he's the knowledgeable one. Knowledge is not just narrating, reciting, memorizing books with no knowledge. Never. That's what we think in America. I memorize this. I memorize that. I can recite this. I can say that. But where's your practice? That's how you determine if the person is knowledgeable. Not by what he narrates. Yeah, fine. Ever I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. Athaniyatu. Athaniyatu. Second point. Second point. Al amalu bih. Working by it. Working by it. By what? By knowledge. The knowledge are sent. Athalithatu. Third point. Third point. Adawatu ilay. Adawatu ilay. Calling to it. What's the it? It is the knowledge. I sent. What Rabiatu? Point number four. Rabiatu. Point number four. Al Saburu. Al Saburu. Al Al Adafihi. Al Al Adafihi. Being patient. Being patient. With the harm. The harm. That can come with it. Mama Anahad, what does that mean? Who can explain? Our sister. Asaburu ala al-adhafihi That you are patient with the possible harm that can come. What does that mean? When you act upon that L, uh. like it, probably some people uh. don't like it. And yes. When you're learning and then you call the people to what you learn. Perhaps some people get offended. Some people may want to fight. The sheikh of all of our shuyukh most of our scholars that we had the honor to study with are all in Yemen. And I have a few in Africa. The ones in Yemen, their sheikh was the big sheikh of al-hadith. Al-sheikh Muqbar rahimahullah ta'ala. And then raja'a min Saudiya, raja'a ila al-Yemen. When he came back from Saudiya, he came back to his own homeland, to Yemen. But he was at a place that the Shia, they were there. The Rafidah, they were there. They don't like the people of the Sunnah. You mention a hadith and you're not talking about Ali. They're going to get offended. So the Imam was calling them to the Quran and the Sunnah, and they would throw shoes at him. Get out of here! And he would be patient. And he would come back the next day, grab the microphone, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, call and they would get out of here. We don't want to hear it. We don't want to hear that. Throw shoes at him, hit him with a cane. And they would chase him out. And he would come back the next day. Call Allah Ta'ala, giving da'wah, being patient, being patient. And one time, one of the brothers came to me and they said, Ya Akhi, Ya Shaykh, here, your, your da'wah is not going to be accepted here. You should go somewhere else. He says, no, I'm from here. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to call the people, inshallah, to the Quran and Sunnah, until they, they, they take my life. And he will come back and come back and come back. So much so, at one point, they tried to assassinate the Shaykh. They tried to kill him. 
for example, and he will still come and give da'wah and give da'wah, being patient. Sometimes when you're giving class, half the people are asleep. Half the people are not paying attention anyway. You be patient upon any harm that can come. So this is the point that he says, point number four. As-sabru ala al-adhafihi. These four points sound a lot like Surah Asr. I said, that's the next sentence. Who is it? May Allah bless you. Remember the origin. What did he say, Ikhwan? Bil Islami, or Deen al Islami, Bil Adilla. And to learn about the religion with the proofs. Everything the Sheikh says, no matter if you like him or not, it's not the point. Some people they say, hey, you always quote the scholars of Africa, you always quote the scholars of Yemen, you always quote the scholars of Saudi you don't quote the scholars of this country and that country. Maybe they're right. I don't know, Yaqan. Maybe. One brother said, you have a biasness. I said, me? He says, yes. I said, what do you mean? He says, you only quote the scholars of Yemen, Africa, and Sardia. You barely quote the scholars of India. I said, I don't know a lot of them. So I tried to quote them more. Then he says, you don't quote the scholars of Pakistan. So I learned some of the scholars of Pakistan to, to appease the brother. At any rate, no one has a biasness, Yaqan. You love the scholars no matter what land they are, what land they're in. I may not know all the scholars of the world, so I can't quote those who I don't know. So I may lean to more, towards Africa, I may lean towards Yemen, I may lean towards the Khalij, because that's the scholars that I had the honor to learn from. Next point. Qala what dalilu? I'll say it, you say it. I'll say it, you say it. What dalilu? What dalilu? Qawlullahi ta'ala. Qawlullahi ta'ala. Wal asr. Wal asr. Inna al-insana lafi khusr. Inna al-insana lafi khusr. Illa al-lazina amanu. Illa al-lazina amanu. Wa aminu salihat. What to us so bill hawk? What to us so bill hawk? What to us so bill hawk? So little asser. Plan following is haram. Qala ba'dul ulama annahu ja'iz. Lakin sahih annahu la yajuz. Some scholars say blind following is allowed. Some scholars say that. From them shikhu they mean. But the correct opinion is that blind following is not correct. You follow the Quran and the Sunnah. And the understanding of the companions. Or the Salaf. Everything after that, you don't have to follow if you don't want to follow. If it's not from the Quran, not from the Sunnah, and the companions were not unanimous upon it, I can't make you follow that. And you can't make me follow that. I come and say, this Sheikh Muhammad Abdullah al Somali, rahimahullah ta'ala, qala kadha wa kadha. Yajibu alayka an ta'akhudahu? No. I come to you, one of the biggest scholars of Somalia. The Sheikh of our Sheikh of our Sheikh. Muhammad ibn Abdullah al-Sumali, Hafidhullah Ta'ala. The Shaykh would say about him, when he used to narrate, it was like the rain falling down. He used to just narrate, hadith after hadith, after hadith, after hadith, after hadith. His Jumu'ah, Allahu Akbar. If you're not into narrations, you're going to go to sleep. It's not as entertaining. Nowadays, we're more into, you know, uh, the personality of the, of the speaker. Not what he's saying, for example. He's screaming and yelling, he calms down, he makes a joke, he makes another joke. That's entertainment to some of us, no problem. The Sheikh wasn't like that. The Sheikh, his Jumu'ah, hadith after ayat, after ayat, after hadith, after ayat, after hadith, after principle, after ayat, after principle, after ayat, from beginning to end. One, one of the, the students said, he counted his Jumu'ah, he counted. How many hadith the, the Sheikh recited? He said, I stopped at like 140 in one Jumu'ah. Just hadith after hadith after hadith. One of the biggest scholars of Somalia, a Sheikh Muhammad ibn Abdullah Somali, Rahimahullah Ta'ala, a sign from the signs of Allah. Memorize almost every book out. Allahu Akbar. At any rate, 
Knowledge is not which is is not which is narrated only. True knowledge is what is practiced, and this should be our goals. So, from the beauties of this book, whatever he says, he's going to follow it up with proofs, and this should be our seeking knowledge. You learn something, you work by it, you learn it, you practice it, you call to it, and then you are patient because when you call to something, perhaps you may be harmed. So you are patient. As Allah Ta'ala says, by the time verily mankind is in a state of loss, except those who believe and perform actions of righteousness and exalt one another to truth and exalt one another to patience. Surah Al-Asr. Who can, who can recite from beginning to end even if they read from the book or from their notes? Let's see who's paying attention. Qal al-Imam. All the way to Surah Al-Asr. قال الإمام محمد بن عبد الوهاب رحمة الله رحمة الله عليه اعلم رحمك الله أنه يجب علينا تعلم أربع مسائل الأولى العلم وهو معرفة الله ومعرفة النبي ومعرفة دين الإسلام بالأدلة الثانية العمل به الثالثة الدعوة إليه الرابعة صبر على أذى فيه والدليل قول قوله تعالى بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والعصر إن الإنسان لفي خسر إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواسوا بالحق وتواسوا بالصبر ما شاء الله Anyone else from beginning to Surah Al-Asr? Anyone else? Fada. Want to recite? MashaAllah. <laughs> Fada. It's not shy to seek not. That's the only time it's not allowed to be shy. One of our sisters. Fadali. From beginning to Surah Al-Asr. Allah, mashallah. Last one. Anyone else wants to recite from beginning to end? Fadl ya Shaykh. Write this down, skip a line, you're going to write, actions are the fruits of knowledge. Actions are the fruits of knowledge. Next benefit. وَالْعِلْمُ بِلَا عَمَلٍ شَابَهَا النَّصَارَ Knowledge with no action resembles the Christians. Resembles the Christians. النَّصَارَ شَابَهَا النَّصَارَ Knowledge with no action 
resembles the Christians. Uh, is it huh? Knowledge. Knowledge. Bila the, Christians. the Christians. Without knowledge. You said knowledge with no action. Knowledge with no actions resembles an Nasara. I, I thought the Jews had the knowledge but didn't act on it. You said knowledge without action. Hey, knowledge without action. Uh, I think I said it backwards. What did I say the first time? Al-ilmu bila amal. Al-ilmu bila A small correction, yaqwan. Shukran, yaqib. Barakallahu feekum. First time I said it, knowledge without action. Circle that. We're going to change that slightly. We're going to change that slightly. Actions. Without knowledge. Shukran. Actions without knowledge resembles the Christians. And knowledge without actions resembles the Jews. Let's say that again, Yahwa. Al Amalu Bila Ilman Shabaha and Nasara. Actions without knowledge resembles the Jew, uh, resembles the Christians. Actions without knowledge resembles the Christians. وَالْعِلْمُ بِلَا عَمَلْ شَابَهَا الْيَهُودِ And knowledge without action resembles the Jews. ماذا نستفيدو هنا? What do we benefit here, Yaqwan? الْأَسُنَّةِ فِي الْوَصُلِ دَائِمًا وَأَبَدًا The Sunnah of Al-Islam is the son of the Messenger of Allah is always going to be in the middle. The Jews, they had knowledge. They know the Messenger of Allah was the Messenger of Allah. They know the Prophet is the Prophet of Allah. They had knowledge in their book. They know. But they didn't work by that knowledge. So whoever has knowledge and doesn't work by the knowledge, he resembles the Jews. And whoever just does actions, just worships Allah with no knowledge, Resembles the Christians. Resembles the Christians. May Allah help us. Taib, skip a line. We're almost done. Qala ad-da'wa. When you call someone to it, when you call someone to the da'wa, or when you give someone da'wa to al-Islam, what are you calling them to? The Sunnah to worship Allah to urtikum faidatan. I give you a benefit. It depends on who you call him. What does that mean? Every person is different. Suppose you're giving da'wah to a non-Muslim. It's going to look different than if you're giving da'wah to a Muslim. The non-Muslim, your main concern is for him to what? To accept Islam. In America, all they want to talk about is eating pork. And the women, all they want to talk about is wearing the jilbab. Or the men can have four wives. That's it. Every conference I've ever been at, all the Christians, their questions from the women. Hey, why does Islam say the man can have four? Why does Islam say the woman has to wear black? You say, first of all, Islam does not say the women have to wear black. That's number one. She can wear any color she wishes. But overseas they wear black. It depends on what country you're talking about. Not every country wears black. And the Khalij, you know the Khalij? Kuwait, Dubai, Emirates, Sardinia, Yemen, they wear, their women wear black. A lot of times that's not religious. That's cultural. In Sardinia, you're not going to see a sister except that she has on black. In Kuwait, in Dubai, in the Emirates, in Yemen, you're not going to see a sister outside the house, Kharij al Bayt, illa talbisu aswa, except that she's wearing black. Is that from the religion? Most of the times, no. It's from her culture. Her culture. In America, it's a different culture. 
So some of the women may wear brown and gray and black and, and what's another country? color? And blue and green and burgundy. Alhamdulillah, the cultures are different. Islam doesn't say you can't follow your culture. Islam doesn't say that. The African can wear African thobe. No problem. It doesn't contradict Islam. The Indian man can wear Indian thobe. Alhamdulillah. It's no contradiction, Ikhwan. The Arab can wear an Arab thobe. Alhamdulillah. It's not an issue. Then you go to China. What do the women there wear? On the Sunnah, what do they wear? In China, Malaysia, Indonesia, what do the women on the Sunnah wear? What color? White. White. Cream. The culture is different. The culture is different. Then you go to places in Africa. You go to Sudan. You go to Ghana. You go to Tanzania. The women on the Sunnah there is different. She doesn't wear black. She doesn't wear white. She doesn't wear cream. She wears multicolor. You may not, I don't know if you see that a lot in, in Kansas City. It's like colorful. Rayonic, if I can say that. It's colorful. On the Sunnah. Memorizing. Alhamdulillah. What's my point, Yaquan? The culture is different from country to country. Somebody can say, well, there is a hadith, Hadith Aisha, in which she mentions the meaning of the hadith. When the women came out, they came out as if they were crows. That's an authentic hadith. But where's the Messenger of Allah commanding the people to wear black? That hadith has many interpretations. One of them could be, you couldn't see anything on the women. So it was like they were crows. They had their entire bodies covered. Like the crow. You only can see the eyes of the crow. There's not a commandment from the Messenger of Allah. Something has to have a commandment to be obligatory. The woman can wear any color she wishes. But the scholars, they say, she shouldn't wear those beautiful head-eye-turning colors. You know, understand what I mean? Head-turning, eye-turning colors. Those colors that get your attention. Neon green or the likes. But that's going to differ from what? Who's paying attention? That's going to differ from what to what? Culture. culture from culture to culture. to culture. Me, I like brown. I think it's a pretty color. I don't want my women to wear brown outside. Why? Because that's a pretty color to me. That's personal. Someone else may say, I like black. Alhamdulillah. This other person, I like brown. No problem. But there are conditions for the jilbab to be a jilbab. Who knows some conditions of the jilbab? This is for our sisters, firstly. What's the condition for the jilbab to be a jilbab? For our sisters, our mothers, our daughters. Who knows? It has to be? Has to be loose. It can't be dayyikan. If the sisters come out with the, with the jilbab that's dayyik, that's like she's about to go work out or go maybe swimming with the Muslims or something like that. If it's too tight, that's not a jilbab. Jilbab has rules, has principles for it to be a jilbab. Like a thobe. The same principles of the jilbab are the same for the thobe, except one. Except one. So it has to be wide. It can't be tight. It has to be loose, rather. What's another condition for our sisters? Huh? Hey, accent. It can't be accenti. It can't be transparent. It can't be see-through. She comes out with a see-through jilbab on. What's the purpose? She's de defeating the purpose. That's like the sisters, and I hope no one gets offended. I don't see the Kansas City Muslim doing this so far, alhamdulillah. Where the sister wears a niqab, and then she's on Facebook taking pictures. That's redundant. The niqab is covering you, and then you're displaying yourself. That's backwards. That's backwards. The niqab covers you, and you say, hey, get my picture. That's backwards. That's backwards. At any rate, that's like wearing a jilbab, that's see-through. The jilbab is to do what? To cover you, like the thole. And I recommend more of the brothers. And I hope you don't get offended. The same way you advise me, and you hope I won't get offended. That's Islam, ya That we should be more like the women in this regard. For example, even if you don't wear a thole or izar, when it's time to pray, put an izar on. You start training yourself, step by step, step by step. If I don't wear a thole, if I don't wear izar, at least when it's time to stand in front of Allah, I'm going to cover my body a little bit more. At least. And then next thing you know, he's wearing an izar or a thole or something that resembles a thole. 
And we're not saying that Tawbah is obligatory. That's not our Islam. We're not saying that Izar is obligatory. That's not our Islam. But we say this is Sunnah of the Messenger alayhi salatu salam. The same Sunnah for the women is the same for the men. But the women are the only ones who do it. That's why many of the non-Muslims, they think the Sunnah of the Prophet is only for the women. They say, hey, you don't do it, your women do it. He's not doing it, his women is doing it. It looks like it's only for the women. It's the same sunnah. Same sunnah. What's another condition for the jilbab to be a jilbab? It has to be loose. Can't be see-through. And it has to what? Can't put perfume on it. Unless she's in the house. What else about the garment? Has to cover her whole body. Has to cover her. This is the only difference between the thobe and the jilbab. The thobe on the sunnah is not going to cover your whole body. It's going to stop above your ankles. That's it. Same sunnah. The thobe and the jilbab are almost identical. And the scholars differ about the face veil. Into two opinions. What are they? Mustahab and obligatory. Some scholars say it's recommended. So the sister that covers her face, and we recommend the sisters cover their face. If she does so, she gets a reward. Those that say it's obligatory, if she does not cover her face, she's sinful. So they differ on that. They differ on that. Diet. Last benefit. Oh, we can stop there. Anyone has anything to mention? Today we did all the way up to Surah Al Asr. This is your homework, inshallah. So I believe this class is going to be on Saturdays and Sundays. So we have a week or so to memorize one paragraph. If you don't have the book, try to go to the telegram of the masjid. So you can download the book, inshallah ta'ala. There was one more benefit, but it escaped me at this moment, ya Ta'i, last benefit, inshallah ta'ala. Uktubu hadha. Write this down, inshallah. As-sabru yanqasimu ila thaladati aqsam. Patience is divided into three parts. Patience is divided into three parts. And now we're in the month of what? What's the nickname of Ramadan? Shahr al Hey, Shahr al The month of patience. What's another nickname of Ramadan? Shahr al Huh? Shahr Hey, the month of forgiveness. What's another, another nickname of Ramadan? Huh? The month of being rescued from the hellfire. Ramadan has many nicknames. What's another one? Shahrul Rahmah. What's another one? Shahrul Siyam. Shahrul Quran. Shahrul Qiyam. There are many nicknames of Ramadan. The month of fasting. Does it mean you only fast in Ramadan? No. But this is the month that is obligatory for you to fast in. There was another month the Prophet fasted a lot. Like it was Ramadan. Sha'ban. Arsan. Arsan. Also, Ramadan is the month of the Quran. But the people spend more time with the Quran. Doesn't mean you only read the Quran in Ramadan. La. But you're going to increase. You're going to turn it up some. You're going to read the Quran more in Ramadan than you do in any other month. So write down this benefit, ya ikhwan. As-sabru thaladatu aqsan. Patience is divided into three categories. Al-Awwal, number one. As-sabru ala ta'atillah. Patient, uh, category number one. Patience upon the obedience of Allah. Patience upon the obedience of Allah. Al-Thalithatu. Or thalithu Al-Thaniya. Shukran, Shaykh. Category number two. Al-sabru ala maharimillah. Being patient upon that which Allah Ta'ala has made haram. You're being patient away from it. Those things that are haram, you are patient away from the haram. Wa-thalitha, number three. Al-sabru ala aqadarillah. Being patient Upon the qadr of Allah, the decree of Allah, and akrahu al ma'isha fi America. I hate living in America. I hate it. Kulama astaykidu, ka'annani astaykidu fi, or ka'annani fi 
When I wake up every day, before I open my eyes, I say, Oh Allah, please allow me to be in America. Or it's like a punishment here, yeah. At any rate, this where Allah Ta'ala has you at. So you submit to the qadr of Allah. And you're patient with the qadr of Allah. The man gets a cold. He's sick. He shouldn't complain. He says, MashaAllah can. Whatever Allah wills takes place. Whatever Allah does not will does not take place. I'm sick. Alhamdulillah. How are you going to say Alhamdulillah because you're sick? There are many blessings when you're sick. What's a blessing when you're sick? You can get your sins forgiven if you don't complain. The sisters, and may Allah reward our sisters and our mothers and our daughters when it's hot out. In America especially. We the men can assimilate. You know assimilate? We can assimilate a little bit. The man is hot, he's going to take his stove off, put a t-shirt on, wear an izar. The women, they don't do that. They can't do that. The man is going to take his izar off, put on his sweatpants. I'm hot, yaqi. And he's going to tell you to fear Allah. You fear Allah, yaqi. I'm hot. Tell you. The women, they wear the jilbab all year long. Some of the sisters, young sisters, wear niqab. This baby girl, jilbab, she's seven. Allahu Akbar. That's a blessing, Yaqwa. May Allah raise her and her parents and her family. Amen. If she's wearing it now, just imagine and then talk about her when she gets older. It's going to be like second nature. Allah Akbar. The sister said, I got a question for you. I said, Inshallah. She said, I wrote it down so you, you don't have to hear my voice. She's eight. Allah Akbar. That's a blessing, Yaqwa. Shyness is a virtue. That's awesome. But the men, we have to be the same way. It just can't be for the sisters on the Sunnah. What about us? What about the men? So this is a small reminder for myself, Yaqwan. Firstly, my brothers and my sisters. Secondly, patience of three types. First type, patience upon the obedience of Allah. Second type, patience up, uh, uh, against or away what Allah makes haram. Third part or third category, patience upon the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If no one has anything to add, we'll stop there. What was the, uh, the benefit about a da'wah? Um, there was a benefit I wanted to share, but it slipped my mind. Okay. Something about giving da'wah. We mentioned that. I asked you guys a question. Y'all differed. I said it depends on who you're giving da'wah to. Okay. Some brothers think the first thing you have to talk about is aqeed. That's not correct. It depends. If you're talking to a Muslim, most likely his aqeed is already correct. You may have to talk to him about returning back to the sunnah, prayer, or the lights. You're talking to a non-Muslim, all you want to focus on is Islam. That's it. When they talk about, well, why do the men, y'all can't wear gold, and the women can't wear gold, that's not important. Let's talk about Islam. Let's talk about you accepting the religion. What's stopping you? One sister said in our city, I believe in Allah, I just don't want to wear the jilbab. I'm not ready. I like showing off what Allah has blessed me with. You say, no problem. It's better for you to accept Islam now and then work on you wearing the jilbab later. It's better. So what's that there? Just a quick question. Uh, these three levels of patience, are these, is this like the bare minimum? Or are these ideal? What level of patience? Uh, I would say the bare minimum. These are the categories. There are other things connected to them. Of course, we didn't go over the meaning of patience. There are many virtues of patience. When the scholars study, when Allah mentions patience in the Quran, or the Prophet mentions patience in the Quran, the Sunnah, they deduce that patience has different categories, like Tawheed. So they break it down. Patience upon the Ta'a of Allah. Patience upon the Muharimillah. Patience upon the Aqdalillah. Patience upon the obedience of Allah. Patience upon or away from the Haram. You have to be patient not to sin. Your soul naturally wants to do wrong. Naturally. That's how Allah created us. It takes iman, it takes a taqwa, it takes al-ilmu, knowledge, to do right. It doesn't take knowledge to do wrong. I can do wrong all by my, I don't need no one to help me do wrong. I can do wrong. It takes iman not to do the wrong. It takes taqwa not to do the wrong. Our souls are naturally inclined to evil. We have to train our souls not to look there, not to listen to that, not to watch that. Your soul naturally wants to watch it. How many times you're sitting somewhere and a car rides past? 
and you hear a beat. Bump, bada, bump, 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 bada. And next thing you know, your hand just starts going. Your foot. <laughs> I'm not telling no one. I don't want no Now the brother's trying to tell us to dance. I don't want, that's not my Islam here, I'm making an example. Sometimes something psychological can just take over you. A nice rhythm. And you have to train your body. Hey, fear Allah. Stop doing that. You have to train your soul. Don't like that song. Your soul may naturally like the beat. That's a nice beat. You have to say, hey, fear Allah. Talking to your ears. Don't listen to that. That's haram. It's easy to do wrong. Especially for the children. To, to, to train your child while he's young. Allah is watching you. Don't teach your children, wait till Abby come home. No. Don't teach them that. Teach them Allah is watching you. Teach them At-Tawheed. For example, be afraid of Allah. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we stop there, ikhwan. Fa nasabtu min Allah. Wan akhtatu min nafsi. Anything that we said that's correct is from Allah. Anything that we said is incorrect is from ourselves. And may Allah bless you all. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Where are you from?